Today we are rolling out a new vision and a new direction for our church family here at Golf Course Road Church of Christ. And you know, sometimes a church can be like a cruise ship and nobody knows where it's going, right? I mean, you know this, this, this can happen with churches. And it's, it's really nice being on the cruise ship, we're all having a good time on the cruise ship. It feels really great to be on the cruise ship and then one day somebody says, where is this ship going? And the other person says, I have no idea, but the swimming pool is awesome. And so you make that work for a while, and the next day somebody says, where is this ship going exactly? And the guy says, I have no idea, but the buffet is amazing. And you can make that work for a while, and that can be fine for a while, but eventually everybody's going to want off that ship. Visions as a whole, I think, are typically too broad. They're, they're too generic. Nobody knows if we're doing it or not. You know, a vision's got to be concrete and it's got to be specific. We have to be able to articulate our visions and our goals. We've got to be able to recognize it when we see it and point it out. This is why we're a church. This is where God is at work. This is why we're at Golf Course Road. We've got to own it. And it's high time we do this. Church, it's past time. And the last several years have been very difficult for this church on Golf Course Road. A lot of you might say that's an understatement. The adversary has thrown a lot at this community of faith. We've endured turmoil and upheaval and chaos that some churches couldn't have survived. For a long time, we've been, as a church, putting out fires and dealing with situations and cleaning up mess, messes and, and fixing issues. We've been working so hard for so long just to hold the thing together. It hasn't allowed us the time and the energy to do much else. But now, it's time. By the grace of God, our Lord has so faithfully brought us through that time to this time. This is the time to stop talking about what GCR should be doing, to stop talking about what GCR could be doing, to stop thinking back to what GCR used to do, to stop wishing ahead to what GCR ought to do. It is time for us to be the people God's called us to be and to do the things God's called us to do. It is time for us today to get in the car together together and to put the thing in gear and to get out of the driveway and go for the sake of this church family, for the sake of Midland and, and all of West Texas and maybe for the sake of the world. I'm excited about this time. I'm excited about this season and I hope you are too. What we're proposing today is not a relaunch or a restart. We're not blowing anything up and we're not throwing anything away, all right? This is a breakthrough to transformation and mission. You with me? You ready? All right. You've already noticed we have tweaked the vision statement. We have changed the wording at the front because we want it to be overly obvious about what we believe God is doing with us here. We believe God is changing us. 
We are being changed by God. 2 Corinthians 3 says, we all reflect the Lord's glory and are being transformed into his likeness with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. We are being changed into the image of Jesus. We're being shaped into his character. Galatians 4 says, until Christ is formed in you. Colossians 1 says, Christ in you. That's the hope of our glory. So, transformation, sanctification, spiritual formation, whatever you want to call it, God is changing us. We are being changed. And and that wording is precise there. Being changed reminds us and it, it tells anybody who's listening that nobody here at GCR has arrived. Can I get an amen on that? There's nobody in this room, there's nobody in this church who has every single thing figured out and has everything together, amen? And we want to remind ourselves of that and we want to tell the world that transformation is a process and we're all in it together. We are being changed by God more into the image of Christ. That's transformation. That's what God is doing in us and we're paying more attention to it at Golf Course Road. And as we are shaped more and more into the image of Jesus, the natural outcome is going to be more ministry and more service to others. As we think more like Jesus, as we act more like Jesus, as we see the world and see people around us more like Jesus, we're going to sacrifice and serve like Jesus. We're going to love like Jesus. That's mission, that's, that's ministry, that's good works. We, we looked at this a lot when we went through Philippians um, just a few weeks ago. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Philippians chapter 2, uh, verse 3. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interest, but also to the interest of others. Your attitude should be the same as that of Jesus Christ. Well, we know how Jesus lived. We know what Jesus is all about. In his own words, our Lord Jesus said, I did not come here to be served, but to serve and to give my very life, Jesus says. And Jesus says, if you're going to claim to follow him, then you're going to have to love like him. On that very last night around the, the table with his disciples, Jesus says in John 13, a new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, all people are going to know that you're my disciples if you love. 2 Corinthians 5, Christ Jesus died for all so that those who live might not live for themselves. Right? This is the cup of cold water. Okay, this is the the feeding the hungry and healing the sick and, and taking in the poor and visiting the prisoners. This is ministry. This is mission. Mission is what God is doing through us. And we're concentrating on it now at GCR. That's that's the vision. Okay, that's it. Transformation and mission. So the question is, how do we live this? How do we express this and and how do we experience it together here at Golf Course Road? Well, that part has become very, very clear to us over the last year to 14 months. And we want everybody in this church family to be in on it together. So Dan, let me ask you to turn out the lights and I I want you to watch this, this short video. 
Our vision as a church is very simple. Being changed by God to love like Jesus. Being changed by God is what God is doing in us. Transformation, spiritual formation, discipleship. To love like Jesus is what God is doing through us. Mission, ministry, good works for the sake of others in the name and manner of Jesus. That's it. And while this vision is very simple, it can manifest itself in a million different ways. In order to bring our vision into sharp focus and accomplish all that we can for the kingdom of Christ, two things have to be in place, leadership and resources. The Golf Course Road Church needs men and women who are eager to take ownership of our God-given vision and willing to lead others in living it. And the church needs resources to make the vision a reality. A vision that is never resourced is just a dream. In most churches, capital campaigns are almost always connected to buildings and projects. But what if a church had a leadership and resourcing plan that was attached not to projects, but to our vision? A plan that would unify our church, build unstoppable momentum, and make the GCR vision a reality? Well, we're excited to tell you we have that plan. And it's called Breakthrough. Over the next few years, our vision as a church will be engaged through what we're calling formation zones. Knowledge, community, Christian practices, and mission. Knowledge means a greater emphasis on the story of God in our Bible class settings and teachings. Community means more small groups paying closer attention to the work of God in and through one another. Christian practices means an increased variety in the ways we experience God through word and prayer. And mission means loving like Jesus on the streets with our hands and feet right here in West Texas where God planted us nearly 60 years ago. Breakthrough means tight gospel relationships with five local organizations that are shining the light of Christ into the dark places of Midland Odessa. Sending 100 GCR members on short-term missions trips over the next two years. Adopting and supporting three brand new church planters and congregations. Christian practices retreats and new small groups. Ecumenical experiences and citywide events. And finally, the remodel of our worship center. Our church building is a mission outpost that is used almost every single day, both by Christian groups and those who do not yet know Christ. We'll be replacing the 23-year-old carpet, expanding the stage, installing a flexible and comfortable new seating system, improving the lights and sound, and building a beautiful baptistry right down front. This magnificent room is the centerpiece of our church campus, and these upgrades and updates will result in more capacity for more events, more opportunities to share the love of Jesus with more people and groups. All of this transformation and mission is defined by one vision. For one church, being changed by God to love like Jesus. We are asking our church to give $4 million on Sunday, October 30th, to smash the walls, to blast past the barriers, to ignite the blaze that will have us not simply walking, but running, even soaring, to realize our God-given vision together. This is our plan. This is our time. This is our vision. This is Breakthrough. All right, that, um, that video, I think, does a pretty good job of 
summarizing everything that we're going to be talking about in here and, and out there and everywhere for the next six weeks or so. It's not not just a vision for our church, not just who we want to be and where we want to go, but but how are we going to get there? How are we going to do this? And, and we've been thinking about this for a while. For the past year, we've been listening to your stories. We've been getting information from your experiences. We've heard every elder and minister talk about how God has been at work in their lives to change them. And we've met personally with our Bible class teachers and leaders, our small groups leaders, our care team leaders. We've met with the high school juniors and seniors. We've met personally with over 100 of you and listened to your stories of faith. We had more than 200 of you fill out a congregational survey, and some common themes clearly emerged. Over and over again, we've been hearing the same four things, and we are convinced that God's Holy Spirit works in these four key areas to shape us more into the image of Jesus. And these are knowledge, community, Christian practices, and mission. These are the places where God does his transformation work. This is what we've heard in all of your stories. And we're going to spend the next four weeks talking about each one of these zones individually, but I want, to, I want to look at them together real quickly this morning. Knowledge, let's start there. We've all experienced spiritual growth through knowledge. Think about the Bible study that, that first opened your eyes to something you hadn't thought about before as it relates to God. Think about some preacher somewhere in your past who really connected the dots and, and inspired you to deeper faith and deeper commitment. Think about maybe a book you read that, that made a light bulb go off in your head for the first time. God uses knowledge to change us. I've heard you talk about an experiencing God study. I've heard you talk about hearing Bert Mercer preach about grace for the first time in your life. I've heard about you reading The Shack or reading uh, Resident Aliens or just reading some book that, that really opened up your eyes to what God was doing in your life. And so this is knowledge. This changes us. But the scriptures never uphold knowledge just for the sake of knowledge. It's not about gaining more information. The knowledge of God is intended to transform us and change the way we think and the way we behave. Colossians chapter 1 says, we have not stopped praying for you and asking God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all spiritual wisdom and understanding. And we pray this Pray what? That you'll be filled with the knowledge of God's will. We pray this in order, why? That you may live a life worthy of the Lord and may please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God. God shapes us. He changes us through knowledge and community. Community is by far the number one thing you mention in this church when you talk about ways God has shaped your faith. Community. And we've all experienced it. Think back to that older couple that adopted you and kind of took care of you during the early years of your marriage. Think about the people in your small group and you've been through thick and thin together for almost 15 or 20 years. Think about your best friends in the youth group. Think about your Tuesday morning gang. We can all look back and see very clearly where God placed exactly the right person at perfectly the right time right in front of us to support us and challenge us and encourage us 
and love us. One of my favorite verses in all of the Bible is in Romans chapter 12. In Christ, we who are many form one body and each member belongs to all the others. God works through community to deepen our faith. And God also uses what we're calling Christian practices. Think back to a time when maybe your church had a day of prayer and fasting for for something special that was happening. And you'd never fasted before, but you did it, and it changed you. Maybe for the first time ever, you committed to a year-long Bible reading program, and you did it. Like, you made it through Leviticus, right? You did the whole thing, and it changed you. Or you decided to memorize 1 Corinthians 13, or somebody challenged you to start praying the Lord's Prayer. Maybe you gave up Dr. Pepper during Lent. Now, these are all hypothetical situations. But you did it, and it challenged you, and it changed you. Psalm 46 says, be still and know that I am God. Psalm 5 says, in the morning I lay my requests before you and I wait in expectation. Those are Christian practices. Those are spiritual disciplines. And then mission. And I don't need to say much about this. Serving other people in the name and in the manner of Jesus changes you. Taking a mission trip to Kenya or Honduras Packing food with Mission Agape or volunteering at Family Promise, mowing the yard of the next door neighbor who's got a broken arm, or teaching the junior high boys Bible class. This is mission, and it makes you more like Christ. Ephesians 2 says, we were all created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God created in advance for us to do. And then Ephesians 4 says, these good works are intended by God to change us, to shape us. Prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Knowledge, community, Christian practices, and mission. We already know this is how God works to grow our faith. And make us more like Jesus. We know this. We've all experienced it. These formation zones are exactly where the Father meets us and does his best work in us, whether we're paying attention to it or not. This is how God works in our lives, despite how we might program or organize our church. What if? Can you just imagine what would happen if we actually walked together in step with God as he transforms us? What if we paid more attention to the methods we already know God is using? Instead of just waiting for it to happen, what if we actually seek out these zones where we know it does happen and we jump into it expecting it to happen? Well, that's what we want to do. And so what would that look like at Golf Course Road? Okay, let's go back to knowledge. Beginning November 6th, all of our adult Bible classes are going to be studying the same curriculum. We're going to study the same biblical text together at the same time. And it'll be a steady, balanced diet of Old Testament and New Testament. 
gospel and law, prophecy and letters, topical and thematic. We want to make sure this is organized and planned out so that everybody in our church is getting a steady diet of the whole witness of Scripture. And overall, we're going to shift as a church to a more narrative, big picture understanding of Scripture. Instead of viewing the Bible primarily as a book of rules and regulations and commands we need to obey to please God, we're going to see the Bible first as the story of God. From Genesis through Revelation, the story of who God is and and what he's doing in the world and how his people respond. What is God doing? Seriously, and where is this thing going that God is doing? And where are we? Where am I in this story of God? We're going to talk a whole lot more about this knowledge zone next Sunday. But let's move on to community. Here at Golf Course Road, we're going to start 12 brand new small groups. And these new small groups are going to focus on all four formation zones together. This is not just going to be, you know, dinner and a Bible study. Now, these new groups are going to meet at least three times a month, and they are going to eat dinner, and they are going to study the Bible, but they're also going to practice spiritual disciplines together. And each of these groups is going to have a mission together. And we're going to invite all of our existing small groups to join us in regularly experiencing the formation zones together, but they don't have to. Remember, we're not blowing anything up, but we are calling our people to something more. Along with these new groups, community here at GCR is going to mean ecumenical expressions of worship and ministry together with the other churches here in Midland. Community with and in Christ's universal church. And it'll mean citywide events and the big name concerts and the regional worship services that we used to be known for. And we're going to talk more about the community zone two weeks from today. Now, Christian practices. And I know we get a little nervous in the churches of Christ when we start talking about spiritual disciplines. That's not our strong suit, you know. Tithing's not in the New Testament. I know that. I've been told that. Reciting someone else's written prayer, no way, you know. The walls go up immediately. I'm not putting on yoga pants for anybody. Is that, is that where this is going? No, no, it's not. When we talk about Christian practices, we're mainly talking about more creative ways of engaging our God in word and prayer. And church, that's right in our wheelhouse. We're going to offer up 12 Christian practices retreats for our church over the next two years. 24-hour retreats for about 20 people each. And we'll just, we'll get away and we'll experience these Christian practices together. We will together on those weekends just make ourselves available to God and whatever he wants to do with us. And we're going to explore the Christian practices zone more fully on October 9. And then finally, mission. We're committing here at Golf Course Road to sending 100 of our members on short-term mission trips over the next two years. You know why we're doing that? Because nobody has ever come back from any mission trip and kind of gone, eh, it's all right. That's not what happens. People come back from mission trips, their eyes are wide open and their lives are wide open to whatever God's doing in the world and their role in it. 
And we believe if we can send 100 of our people on mission trips, they're going to be changed. And then in a couple of years, our whole church will be changed. We're also going to adopt three brand new church plants through our partnership with Nexus. We're also asking, (laughs) this is where you're going to balk a little bit, maybe, maybe not. We're also asking every single member of the Golf Course Road Church of Christ to give two hours a month in ministry here in this city. Two, once a month. You do something with your small group, something with your Bible class, something with your family, something just you, but two hours a month serve somebody else. Do something with somebody else in the name and in the manner of Jesus. In connection with that, we are entering into some significant partnerships with five local organizations that are already meeting the physical and spiritual needs of our neighbors here in Midland. We want to do more ministry in Midland, yes, but we don't want to reinvent the wheel. And so we're partnering with Mission Agape and Family Promise and Young Lives and Opportunity Tribe and Emerson Elementary. We want to give these groups more money. We want to give them more volunteers, more resources, more golf course road time and talents so they can realize some of their biggest dreams and accomplish more in this city than they ever could without us. All five of these groups are already planning right now to give us more volunteer opportunities, to give us more access to the people they're serving, to give us more places and more opportunities for God's Holy Spirit to work in us and through us to his glory. And with all of our resources in this church, with all our money, with all our people, it would be a disgrace, wouldn't it? If Golf Course Road didn't have the same impact here locally, where God put us, with the people he put right in front of us, if we didn't have the same impact for the gospel here that we do worldwide, that'd be a disgrace, I think. You might could talk me into thinking that's a sin. And so we're going to talk more about this mission zone on October 16th. So these four formation zones, I like them. I, I like these zones. I, I, think it's, I think this is going to be good for us. But, but let me iterate here. These are not steps or principles, okay? These are not building blocks or programs. This is not a plan to pursue or a formula to follow. This is about fostering a culture here. This is about creating and maintaining an atmosphere in which we're paying closer attention to where God is at work in our lives and in this church and in the city of Midland and throughout the entire basin. And finally, you may have noticed, we want to remodel this 60-year-old worship center. Our church building is a mission outpost in our city. You might not know this, But this building gets used every single day of the week. It's one of the main ways we interact with our city. It's one of the main ways we serve our city is by letting almost any group use any part of our building anytime, day or night for free. I mean, all kinds of groups. And we like it this way. Being generous with our building is one of the ways we serve this city. And and the centerpiece of our church campus, this room, is long overdue for some work. The carpet in here is 23 years old, and it shows. So we want to replace the carpet. 
All these classrooms and hallways that, that go around the worship center, they all need new flooring and they need new paint. We, we need to expand the stage. We're going to add some new lighting and, and sound systems. The thing is, we want to be one of those churches that hosts Elder Link and racial reconciliation conferences in partnership with Lubbock Christian University and, and ACU. We want to do more regional things. So we're bringing more of the churches in West Texas here to Golf Course Road. We want to be that church that hosts the, the big citywide events and the big name concerts. We want, we want to bring more people in here and so we need these upgrades in our room we're gonna we're gonna finally tear out these soffits on the sides here and uh and fix some of that so it opens it all up and so every seat in this room is a really great seat so especially on sunday mornings everybody in here feels like they're engaged and they're participating in what god is doing with people gathered today in his presence in this room we're also putting the baptistry back where it belongs, and I am thrilled about that. I, it needs to be right here, right in our room. That's how I feel. And just, just having baptism front and center always in front of us as, as this beautiful sacrament and this glorious reminder of the salvation we have from our God in Jesus Christ. Now, we've got a little over $2 million that's sitting in the bank that was given 17 years ago to do these very things in this room. And we just feel like now is a pretty good time to add to that number what's necessary to finally finish the on-again, off-again things that we have needed for so long in this worship center. And I want you to think about it. We do all four of the formation zones in here together every Sunday. This room is where our God works in unique and powerful ways with his gathered people every Lord's Day. This is the most important room on our campus, I would suggest. And it needs to be the nicest. It needs to be the least neglected. And so that's, that's breakthrough. That's, that's it. That's the vision. That's transformation and mission. Being changed by God to love like Jesus. And I believe with all my heart, brothers and sisters, that this is exactly what the Lord is calling us to do at this time and going forward. Amen. So, okay. All right. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. How do we pay for it? Leah McQueen is going to buy a lottery ticket. That's what we're going to do. That's how we're going to. No, 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 no. We're asking our church to give $4 million above and beyond your regular weekly offerings and tithes, $4 million over the next two years to make this vision a reality, to jumpstart this focus on transformation and mission, to, to set into motion these local missions partnerships in Midland, and also to make the needed repairs and improvements to our worship center. And we are encouraging every single person in our church family to give to this vision. And this is how it happens right here. This is, this is the math portion of the sermon, okay? And this is a lot of money. And this is what it looks like. When you break it down, we need these kinds of gifts. We need this level of pledges to make it work. Breakthrough Sunday is October 30th, six weeks from today. 
And on that day, you can give a a large gift or you can make a, a weekly or a monthly pledge. Or you can give a big, large, you know, lump sum gift or, and then combine that with an additional weekly or monthly pledge for two years. But we're going to pass out all the pledge cards on October 16, and then we're going to have Breakthrough Sunday on October 30th. And I know this feels like a God-sized goal. This isn't going to happen unless God shows up and makes it happen. God, God's going to have to change some hearts. God's going to have to move a mountain or two to make this happen. But church, I believe he's going to do it. This is too good. This feels too right for us. And I imagine somebody in this room right now is already thinking, how can I get to that $100,000 level? Somebody in this room right now is thinking, how can I, I think I can probably reach that 250,000. Somebody in this room right now is already doing the math on that $4,000 level. What does that look like? Two years, it's $170 extra a month. I think I can swing that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at that. It's gotta look something like this though for it to work. We've gotta have about 100 people you know, jump in at those, at those bottom levels between one and, and uh, 5,000. And then we gotta, have, we gotta have 14 folks step up between that 75 and 500,000. But I think, I think that God's gonna work through us. I think he's gonna work through our resources. I think he's going to accomplish a breakthrough in our hearts and souls so that we provide the sacrifice and the service needed to make this happen. So, it's a lot. But this is our vision at Golf Course Road. I don't think it's just our vision, church. I think this is our identity. And this vision statement, it's, it's not a strategy, okay? And these, these formation zones, they're not a program. This is our commitment to fostering an environment that places transformation and mission above all else. I love the first verses of Romans 12. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. As a church, we have been in a holding pattern for a while. We've been, we've been close, you know, close, close, and just not, uh, you know. We've been waiting for a long time. But it's time for the breakthrough. We want to be a church. We want to be a people who are committed to change, holy change in ourselves and a salvation change in our city and throughout the world. We want to be a people who know that our God is doing incredible things in us and spectacular gospel things through us. And we want to pay closer attention to those things. We want to jump into and participate in those things. And we want to more faithfully expect those things when we're serving our God in heaven through Jesus Christ. Amen? 
To whom much is given, it's a tough verse. To whom much is given, much is required. In this church at Golf Course Road, are you kidding me? We have been so blessed by our God. (laughs) So blessed. I think about the money, I think about the resources, I think about the wealth, I think about the relationships, I think about the energy, I think about the creativity, I think about all of our different connections. Listen, God did not build his church on this road. He did not bring his people together on this road for us to just worship and have fellowship and for this city not to be changed. I believe that. I believe that with all my heart. And so as we close, I want to ask you to do three things. Can you do three things? Here they are. First, I want you to enjoy this moment. Can you do that? Just smile. Because we are at an important time of tremendous opportunity to impact for Christ thousands and thousands of people. That's exciting to me. By God's grace, GCR is in a position to be a faithful force for the gospel throughout Midland and way beyond. And let me tell you, I'm telling you this, this is a fact. Not every church is in the same position with the same potential that we are right now today by God's grace. And so be thankful. Let's enjoy these next couple of years at Golf Course Road. Secondly, I want you to get all the information you can We're going to be talking about breakthrough and praying about breakthrough and meeting about breakthrough almost around the clock for the next six weeks. I want you to please be here for the combined adult Bible classes at nine o'clock on Sunday mornings that we're going to start in there next week and be here for the worship assemblies at 10 o'clock. And when you leave the room today, you're going to be handed one of these breakthrough booklets and the whole plan is in here. The answers to most of your questions are in here. There's a schedule on the back that talks about the topics and the time of what we're going to be doing here over the next six weeks and and all the informational meetings and special events. All of this is on the church website. It's on the GCR app. There's an email address. We want you to be informed. So please, please be informed. And then lastly, I want you to listen to God. Can you do that? Commit today to listening to what God wants you to do with this. How is God asking you to grow spiritually over the next two years? How is God wanting to use you to make the breakthrough happen for this church family? In the middle of your bulletin, you've already noticed, you've got this this word and prayer guide. And if you'll take this, this I think, I hope, will help you uh, as we get closer and closer to October 30th. What you're going to find here every week in the middle of the bulletin for the next six weeks is just some reminders about what we've talked about on Sunday morning and then a different scripture to read and a different prayer exercise, again, to just help you stay close to the Lord and listen to his guiding as we get closer to October 30. I'd like for you to take that part of the bulletin out and just keep it with you for your your time every day with the Lord. And if you don't have a time every day with the Lord, now would be a good time to start that. And hopefully that guide in the middle of the bulletin can help you. So here's what we've got, church. We've got a beautiful and I think inspiring vision for Golf Course Road and for the Christians here.
And I think we've got a, a pretty good plan to fund it. You know what else we've got? We've got shepherds, really good elders, holy and godly men who share a unified vision for transformation and mission here at Golf Course Road. You know what else we've got? We've got some awesome ministers. We've got a great ministry team at this church. We've got a group of very talented and very dedicated ministers of the Lord who share a united vision for more ministry and more service. You know what else we've got? We've got an awesome church. Amen. This is a great church. This is an historically great church. And this church is made up of those who have been saved and called by God, who share a unified vision for having a gospel impact on this city and around the world. You know what else we've got? More than that, so much more than that, we've got God. We belong to and we serve a faithful God, a mighty God who has promised to finish in us what he has started. The one who calls you, the Bible says, is faithful, and he will do it. Amen? Amen. Stand with me, church. May God be praised in this place and throughout the world. And may his holy and good and pleasing and perfect will be done in us and through us to his glory forever and ever.